Hey, time for another edition of Bama and Bourbon with Aaron Tuttles from Yay Alabama. I'm Lance Hill from the next round. This is on Roll Tide Pods. Like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up. It's where we talk Bama and we talk bourbon. Today's bourbon, the Calumet Farm. This is the 10-year variety. I'm just going to read. I got my tasting notes on phone here. Uh, 10-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, non-chill filtered. What is non-chill filtered? Isn't that the way most of them do it, though? I think so. Yeah, this is to help capture the bold essence of this premium Kentucky spirit. Crafted in 50-barrel batches, this robust bourbon showcases the development of our traditional high-rye mash bill over time. This bourbon is planted firmly in the center of our Legacy Series expressions and possesses traditional flavors, as well as offering added depth in both nose and finish. Ten-year-old Calumet uh, Farm Bourbon is offered in the honor of the famous thoroughbred sire, Bull Leo. I'm just reading about Bull Leo on the back here. Is Bull Leo a badass? Apparently, that was the the horse that put Calumet Farms on the map. Okay. Hey, whatever does it. Let's pop this thing open and see what it's all about. This is my last dry Bama and bourbon. Hopefully, we'll never see another one of those again. Oh, I'll tell you what. going to be a little difficult. Alabama fans needed some bourbon. Oh, Watching up that. in bourbon country. <laughs> oh, that's got a great smell. You're, um, you're missing it, aren't you? Pour you a little bit. Yeah, but, you know, I'm three nights out, four nights out. Yeah. you go. Let's go. Monday toddy. Let's go. Um, it does have a good smell. Yeah, the aroma's really good. It says after breathing. Softer notes of caramel and vanilla appear after bold oak and tannic notes. The color, uh, deep reds, amber with golden highlights. They say it's a bold traditional taste. Ooh. Flavors of caramel, leather, spicy. wood, uh, charcoal, and toasted honey present on the palate, or present on the palate, I should say. Uh, it's got a robust finish. Punctuated with a finish of oak and soft baking spices. It is spicy. Is it pop? It's, 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 you're going to know it's there. What now, is the it, it proof? Finishes, it's 100 proof. And okay. It finishes pretty good, but like. Damn, our man Chan has brought us. I mean, there is no 80 proofs this year. No. It's. We go hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so back to it. Like, And I brought this up on the next round when we, we actually kicked off Monday's show talking about the beatdown in Lexington. So if I told you Alabama shoots 57%, mm-hmm. they out rebound Kentucky, they shoot more free throws than Rupp. You think they won the game? They got a pretty good chance to win the game, and they scored ninety-five points. Yeah. Not only did they lose the game, they lose by twenty-two, and it, and it wasn't point, that close. They were down thirty-seven. Yeah, it wasn't that close. Yeah. Uh, you know, I you know going into this, they had won thirteen or fifteen. They were one of the hotter teams in college yeah. basketball. There were some projections that things broke right. Alabama could get as high as a two, probably a three, going into that game, but. You know, how do you feel if you're Alabama? You think it's a one-off? Is this kind of the outlier, and you don't worry too much about it? I'll tell you what, I, I am worried. Um, I, you don't want to be a prisoner of the moment and make too much of one game. But there's a disturbing trend when they go on the road and play good teams. They don't just lose; they get blown out, blown out at Tennessee, blown out at Auburn, blown out at Kentucky. Those are tournament teams. Now, you know, you, you make the NCAA tournament; it's going to be neutral side, so it's different, but. When they play a quality team in, on, in, on, in the conference, on the road, they have been, you know, teams have wiped the floor with them. Now, look, they were missing a couple of pieces. Yeah. Uh, you know, right, so, huge for yeah. the efficiency, but, but the offense wasn't the issue. It's defense. Well, that's it? right. You score 95 points in today's college basketball. Yeah, and and Latrell's one of the, their better per, perimeter defenders. So there's that, and, and he's, he brings a spirit of welcoming playing defense that, you know, you, you guys, I saw you guys cut it up for some of your social media segments, they call them out. It's like, we're no longer a question mark on defense. I mean, that, all those questions have been erased. Like, we don't guard. 
Well, Flat I, out, we don't guard. Man, I wonder how this works because we know defense is a lot of effort. Uh, Calipari called out this Kentucky team before they went to the Neville, and the defense played their best 40 minutes, best effort game we've seen from Kentucky the entire year. So you wonder if Alabama really shows up for Ole Miss and they, they give that effort. Yeah, yeah, if they don't, I mean, Ole Miss fighting for their tournament yeah. lives. I mean, yeah. right now they're on the outside looking in. Yeah. Uh, win over Alabama, they're probably one of the last four in. I would think that's kind of the way this is going to work with Chris Beard down the stretch. And you know the, the reputation of his teams. Oh, they, they typically play great. Now, they haven't yeah. played good defense this year. Well, he doesn't have his guys yet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, so. I've got a ton of, like, if I could, and I've said this before, if I could take one coach, and Oates would be up there, and, and Pearl, just because of age, I probably wouldn't consider him. How old is Bruce? Bruce is probably 64, is 63, really? 64, yeah. Bruce aging well. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think Bruce got another few years. I mean, Bruce is a great coach, no doubt. But I'm just saying, if I was out there hiring one of these coaches from within the conference, yeah. if it wasn't Nate Oates, it would definitely be Chris Beard. So I got a lot of confidence Chris Beard will get this thing going in the right direction. So this is a dangerous game for Alabama. It's a maturity game. It's it, a flat-out maturity competitive character. Well, game. let me ask you this first. Latrell Wrightsell has been so good this yeah. last month. Yeah. Do you think he plays? I do. You know, you know, given the fact that, it, that even NATO it's labeled it a head injury, I don't think we're really out of bounds speculating that it's probably a concussion. And um, generally, it just depends on how you test a couple of days before the game, whether they're going to play or not. I, I think they'll play. It's Pam and Bourbon, and it's brought to you by our friends at the Beverage Place, located next to the PGA Superstore on Highway 280. Pink Package, located across from Target, next to Arby's on Highway 280. One-stop shop for liquor, beers, seltzers, wine, sodas, mixers, cigars, ice, even fresh lemons and limes. They open early. They close late. Go see Chan, JJ, the fine folks there. We appreciate them always providing our bourbon here on Bama and Bourbon. Obviously, Brought to you by Yay Alabama. Yeah. How can people get involved with the uh, collective? Yeah, yay-alabama.com backslash fans. We've been rolling out coaches' interviews for the last two weeks. we got one dropping tonight on the new general manager, uh, Courtney Morgan. Uh, we did an interview with him last week. We're working through Rick through, Ross! Yeah, we're working through some technical uh, difficulties with offensive coordinator Nick Sheridan. I recorded that last week, trying to make sure that we get that video uploaded. So those will be a couple that we'll drop this week and, and hopefully get assistant basketball coach uh, Austin Klontz. So. Um, we, you know, it's a different world of football. You guys know you're gonna come. You guys are gonna be there on the facility on Wednesday. I'll be around. Yeah, we'll, the guys we'll, some green. I wanted to get into that with you here in a second um, about our broadcast and talking to Kayla DeBoer for the first time, and obviously both assistants. Really looking forward to sitting down with Coach Sheridan and Coach Womack. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit, but wanted to put a little close on Alabama basketball. Yeah. I mean, Kentucky scored 58 in the first half and 58 in the second half. Uh, it was embarrassing. In the second half. Yeah, it was an embarrassing defensive effort. And look, they're they're skilled, and we knew they're they're one of the top uh, rated offensive efficiency teams in the country. I think Cal said they're a young team, so now they're getting older, and, and they're sort uh, sort of peaking at the right time. Dude, that I mean, and I will say this about Kentucky: that team we saw the the last two Saturdays, not the same team. Yeah, and I, I don't like. I almost put them with UConn, Houston. I think they're that good when they play like they did the yeah. last couple of weeks. But again, that's the, that's the problem with the young team is they're they're so inconsistency. They're just going to ride the the roller coaster of playing eighteen, nineteen year old kids. So look, I, there's no shame in losing to Kentucky. The the problem I have is you got blown out at Tennessee, at Auburn, and Kentucky, and you, no one would expect it. You're, you weren't favored in those games. You're going to win those games, but you got to beat them. Well, and that's what's weird about this team is like I don't think with some of the losses. Um, I don't think there was an expectation to win this league, but going into Saturday's game, it was all about winning the regular season. Mm-hmm. 
And now you've still got a one-game league with really difficult schedule coming up. But it's going to be a weird season if Alabama wins the SEC regular season and you look back and you look at the losses in Lexington yeah. and Auburn and Knoxville. Yeah. Well, look, I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't run the analytics on it. Maybe you guys have talked about it. they they got to have one of the tougher in-league schedules this year. Catching, yeah, well, catching I mean, Florida twice. I forgot what strength schedule is overall. Catching Tennessee twice. But, I mean, if you just Auburn twice. look out of conference, what you have with Purdue, Arizona, and yeah. um, Creighton. Creighton, I mean. <laughs> Which is why they, their losses are kind of high for what you would traditionally see for a three seed. That's why they're, because they yeah. challenged themselves. What do you expect, though, in Oxford on Wednesday night? Like, I think this game's going to be right around a pick. Alabama, maybe a one-and-a-half, two-point yeah. favorite. I think it's a must-win if you want to remain in the in the conference regular season championship conversation, and and then everything will point to March second versus Tennessee. But this team has always surprised me. Like when I've read, I, I sort of, I, I didn't write them off, but I got I lowered my expectations out of the out of conference when, when when they went on that skid. You know, I I didn't like what I saw down the stretch in Arizona. I, I thought there was the body language was bad. And they were in that game for the majority of it, but I didn't like the way they closed. But, again, that's out of conference. I think this team has grown up a little bit. I'll be surprised if they don't fight and sort of reclaim, uh, try to rebut what Coach Oates has said about them. Well, I mean, we go back to what was said. I mean, two motivational points from iconic you know, Hall of Fame coaches. First, Rick Pitino, him calling St. John's out and saying we have no athleticism at all. They've won back-to-back games now. They're back squarely on the bubble yeah. after beating Creighton on Sunday. And then Calipari calling out Kentucky's defense and effort before the Auburn game. And it's so weird with this Kentucky team because you get a dominant win over Auburn on the road. Yep. Then you lose on a put-back uh, final possession against LSU, a game that you should have won. And then you completely offensively dominate Just, Alabama. So, you know, all in all, I would say for a full seven days, it was a great week for <laughs> Kentucky basketball, but there was that down. But yeah. um, I don't know. You just wonder the Patino and the Calipari comments work for both St. John's and Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, do you think this – like you shouldn't even – Brown said this on the next round. He shouldn't even have to say anything to this team. No. But now that he's called them out, you just wonder how they respond on well, Wednesday. And I, I think they'll respond well. I mean, they still got a good group of character guys. I, I think part of it is they just caught Kentucky at a bad time. I, I really think that last-second loss against LSU shocked them. And they needed to get right in a big way. And, and they were going to be up for the game with 13th-ranked Alabama, leading the SEC in their building. I think Alabama, This is again, this is going to tell you a lot about this team, the competitive, competitive character that they show up and, and compete with, and the maturity of this team. Okay, before we get into football, uh, it is Bama and Bourbon. Like, subscribe, give us that thumbs up on Roll Tide Pods. We would appreciate that. Aaron Suttles from Alabama. I'm Lance Taylor from the next round. Calumet Farm, the 10-year variety. It's 100 proof. Pretty good. Um, I'm salivating over here just because I haven't had bourbon. Mm. So the last time I had a drink was a Stella on a Wednesday night, which was... Last night at you know, January 31st or whatever. Yeah. So I haven't had bourbon since the last, before that. Yeah. Hell, it's been like five weeks of just doing this. Every now, so this week is spicy. And the initial taste is going to be spicy. But I once it settles, on, you know, your tongue getting your mouth gets used to the spice. It's really good. Uh, there was a time where I did not like rye really. And yeah. I have I'll, really. I was there with you. Yeah, I've yeah. grown to like the rye. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is just us doing these different yeah, things. Yeah, our maturing. Our taste buds are maturing. Every week here yeah. on Bama and Bourbon. Uh, again, this is the uh, non chill filter. It helps capture the bold essence of this premium Kentucky spirit crafted in 50 barrel batches. Um, and it's kind of a uh, pretentious model. Is that fair? It's, uh, I can see that. The gold leaf on it. and Yeah. Yeah, like, like the. the 
what do we want to call this? This is almost a Hawaiian blue that the Detroit Lions wear. Um, it's kind of weird coloring, though, right? It's a little. If, if the if the gold was a little more yellow, it'd be like UCLA color. Yeah. If it was a more pop yeah. pop yellow, yeah. and I mean, you could go Rams on this. Yeah. Boy, that might be one of my favorite bottles, just aesthetically. <laughs> but it smells good. I think the coloring is really good. Yeah. And all in all, it's good. Good bourbon. Yeah, enjoy good it. one to just go neat on the yeah. rocks. Yeah. You know, I think the water will initially help if you don't like super spicy. Put a little ice in there, let it melt. You'll love it. Okay, if you're watching us, one of two things: either you love Bam or you love bourbon, or possibly you love both. If you love the uh, the 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 first that we talk about Alabama, we're going to be at the facilities on Wednesday. I'm excited about this because. You know, I've never been, like, one of these big media guys. Like, I don't get credentials. I don't go to yeah. games. I go to games more as a fan when I do go to games. And this is my first time to check out the facilities oh, man, you're since Nick them. Saban's been there. Oh, you're going to love them. I gave my um, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, and his son a tour of Malmore Building, man, in the out-of-conference basketball season. Um, my father-in-law just lost his best friend. I was trying to cheer him up, so I got him in there and... You would, I mean, I, I take for granted because I work out of there and I see it so much. But if you've never been in there, you can get a tour of the Malmore building. Uh, it's incredible. Well, you know, it's another um, not interesting fact about me. But when I was in school there for five and a half years, never went to the original Dreamland. I have since okay. we've done a show from there City 15, Cafe? 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, City okay. Cafe, yes, you do all the time. All right. But the two things, never went to the original Dreamland. And I've never been to the Bryant Museum. Okay. I well, still have it. It's right across the street. Yeah, so I'm like, you pop can, over there yeah, on you Wednesday. Yeah, you can knock out both of them out. So, I, you know, I'm interested because I, I was, when we were promoting this for the first time on Monday's edition of the next round, I was like, obviously, this is a different regime. Yeah, completely different. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, completely. Josh Maxson, who does such a great yeah. job. We love Josh. Know, Cheers, Josh. Well, yeah, he's the one that set this up, and we appreciate that. But there's no chance you do this in Nick Saban's watch. It was one mm-hmm. program. It was one voice. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to have the opportunities to not only sit down with DeBoer for a good 30 minutes. We've got Nick Sheridan. We're going to be mm-hmm. able to sit down with You're him. You're going to love him. Uh, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, and also Kane Womack, who has had the opportunity to play golf with Dunway and Brown before. His representations are hey, representations. He's been on the show too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kane's been on the show. Yeah. And it seems like a great dude, too. Great guy. Um, so he, this staff, I mean, if you say anything, it's kind of a loose staff, right? It is. It's very – I don't want to break any uh, any protocols here, but I, they play music before staff meetings. Okay. They play music before staff Now – Whatever works, as long as you win, it doesn't matter. Now, these are the matter. things that yeah. will get dissected if which you is, end yeah. up losing. Which is unfair because you got to allow a guy to run. The worst thing that could have happened is he comes in and tries to be Nick Saban 2.0. you got to be your own guy. And, you know, Nick Saban was very successful. No one's – I mean, he could be a great coach at Alabama. He can go down as a Hall of Famer. He's never going to equal what Nick Saban did. No. No one in the history of the of course, game has. We did say that about Nick Saban when he uh, came in. Like, okay, this is great. He's won, what, two national championships in four years or whatever the number was to one. kick off. Well, so he wins at 09 and then 11. Oh, you mean right? at Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just talking about once yeah. he won that second one, people were like, okay, hit the brakes. Right. There's no way he's going to be able to do what Bear Bryant's been able to do. And I don't want to say people forgot about Bear Bryant, but I think everybody knows that Nick Saban did a better job. There's, just, I, I agree with you, zero yeah. chance at Kalen DeBoer. But if you especially can just, where the game is right now, if you can do a B plus of what Nick yeah. Saban did, yeah, he he's a good. But I, I just think it's a different different mood in the building, um, and it's taking some people there a while to get used to because it was everything was so regimented. People would walk into a, a meeting and it would start like that as soon as Nick Saban sat in the chair. It's, it's a little different. Okay, so the staff, they're getting acclimated. Um, yeah. They seem to like the fellowship, uh, the camaraderie, everything's really good on that end. Don't know why we brought this up on the show. It seems like Jelly Milrow has been really excited about this. 
Uh, Milro, other players, are they starting to get comfortable with this staff? I think so. You know, we had a chance, uh, Jim Dunaway and I had a chance to interview both Tyler Booker. You know, you guys featured him on the, yeah. on the next round last year. And we had um, Justice Haynes. We both interviewed him uh, on our signing day show at Yale, Alabama. And um, I, I just think they love the staff. And it's they understand it's different. And, and you got to be careful how I word this because it's not meant as a, a slight at all, at all about Nick Saban. But Nick Saban was, was tough to get to know. I think anyone could say that. He was just, um, he wasn't as personable. Well, as look, Kevin and I mean, there, there was, I mean, obviously, Kalen DeBoer's priority is winning games yeah. and winning a championship. But for Nick Saban, it was like really there was not, like, he didn't have time in the day yeah. to do these other things. And he didn't want to. That was yeah. clutter. Yeah. You know, it was all about focus. And these are the things that I've got to do to uh, build a successful program. And obviously that worked for Nick Saban. And yeah. we'll see how this works for Caleb Moore. It's worked at all his stops before. Yeah, I just think he's got a, an element to his personality that it's, it's more easily to relate to him if you're a player than it was Nick Saban. I think there was a fear factor with Coach Saban. And as you mentioned, there was, it was really no nonsense. And not that, that – uh, not that Kalen DeBoer is not no-nonsense. I just think it's his personality lends itself to building relationships easier and faster than Coach Saban. Okay, so you broke some news. You didn't come out with a name last week when we actually yeah. did this well, part on I, Bam and Burton. I took it on the chin again. Yeah, but, I mean, it was pretty immediate, though. So, mm-hmm. um, And people were asking... Like, I thought the window was closed. Well, Jim Harbaugh goes to the Chargers, so that opens, opens their 30 30-day days. window. Yeah. yeah so. so what is Alabama getting? Uh, he's getting a, a two-year guy who's played a lot of football at Michigan uh, in an NFL-style defense. Started the national championship game. Yeah, play, started, or played in 14 games, two interceptions, one touchdown for the Wolverines and a really good defense. And I don't know if you guys just saw it came out on Monday. They, they got 18 invitations to the NFL Combine in Michigan did. So that's a, when you're playing 14 games for that, you're playing with a lot of talented guys that yeah. are going to play at the next level. So I think that speaks to his, uh, you know, his, his you know, ceiling as a player and what he was already competing against. And he'll come in and... We already know Caleb Downs is gone. They got a lot of turnover in that secondary. Fortunately, you got Malachi more back sort of leading it. So uh, I think it was a, an added and a needed piece. Yeah, you know, and Michigan is going to be fascinating. I saw, um, I just got uh, one of the guys from Vegas emailed me odds to win different conference championships. And Michigan, Ohio State's your favorite. Oregon yeah. is number two. Washington's three. Michigan's four. But they're like 18 to one. To win the Big Ten this year after winning it last year, yeah. or winning it back-to-back years, and I don't know if there's going to be more of a drop-off. Like you saw it with TCU this year, playing for the national championship, but winning a national championship—I mean, this—I don't think it's going to be Auburn 2010 to 2011 yeah. when Chizik gets Oof. fired ultimately. Yeah. But I think there's going to be a massive drop-off when you're losing there 14 to guys to the NFL, or maybe even more, and you're yeah. losing. You know, one of those guys is J.J. McCarthy, and you're losing what is one of the best head coaches in history uh, for the Michigan Wolverines and Jim Harbaugh. Although I think there's going to be a ton of pressure on Ohio State because they've, they've pushed all their chips. They have. Know. And if, if I'm Oregon, I like my I like my position. Okay, before we roll, um, again, bourbon. Really good. Okay, Mitt, really uh, good. form the 10-year variety, 100 proof. Um, it's got that rye pop to it. I think you'll like this. Great for the collection there. Great for just uh, sipping meat. Yeah. Um, looking forward to tapping into this at some point this upcoming weekend. Uh, Bama and Bourbon is always brought to you by our friends at the Beverage Place, Pink Package, both located right off of Highway 280, one-stop shops, liquor, beer, seltzers, wine, sodas, mixers, cigars, ice, even fresh lemons and limes. Get in and see J.J. Chan. Fine folks there. We appreciate everything they do. And finally, yay, Alabama. How can people get on board? Join. Collective? Kayla DeBoer wants you to join. Uh, he needs your help. This coach staff needs your help. Yay. 
Dashalabama.com backslash fans. You'll find a membership that fits your particular needs. Okay, like, subscribe, thumbs up here on Roll Tide Pods. Again, we do Bama and Bourbon every week during football and basketball, so we'll be doing this. Hopefully for Alabama fans is maybe you roll into Phoenix in the Final Four. We'll see about that. Um, but Wednesday we are going to be live from the facilities in Tuscaloosa. You're going to be hanging out yeah. with us. Um, if you're an Alabama fan, you're going to want to see this behind the scenes. We're going to be interviewing yeah. a ton of coaches. We'll yeah. have a ton of video. Um, Taylor and EG are going to be down there with us, so we're taking a pretty good staff, and I'm yeah. excited about this. I'm ready to see what kind of music these guys are yeah. playing. Dunaway was like, are we dressing up? And I'm like, do you, do you know where, what room they're are you they putting you in the trophy or like the trophy room, you know? Brown would know that I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the most we, visually. If, okay, right. so if we have um if if we can give a recommendation trophy room? Yeah, the, I just don't know about the sound there because a lot of people are passing. Oh, okay. But and, and there might be an echo. I mean, there's a lot of great spots you can't go wrong. You doing the Have you jumped room. in that waterfall? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll probably stay away from it. Just <laughs> thought. Uh anyway, check us out. That's going to be this Wednesday, and that is uh, on the next round. So we'll be doing that live 9 to 12. But, again, like, subscribe right here, Bama and Bourbon. Uh, finally, Alabama wins Wednesday? I think yes. so, okay. yeah. Big win. We'll see what happens there. We'll be back next week. We'll give you a full recap of our experience sitting down with Kalen DeBoer and his staff and also get you ready as we get really, really close to the SEC basketball tournament in Nashville. Again, Damon Bourbon, uh, special thanks, Beverage Place Pink Package, Yay Alabama, Aaron Suttles. If you guys like, subscribe, give us that thumbs up.